Shabbat Shalom, Body Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. Thank you for tuning in. I pray your day is going well. I pray your week was overcoming, that you overcame everything that the enemy threw at you, every challenge, every test that the enemy threw at you. I pray that you've had a good week. Those that are up north in the cold, those that are, are dealing with the snow and the ice storms, we pray that Yahweh is keeping you safe, that he will make a way where there seems to be no way for, for you, that all of you and your loved ones are safe, healthy, whole, sound, and complete. You know, when we say Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat is, is referring to the seventh-day Sabbath, and Shalom is more than just a saying. It is a declaration, it is a decree of Yahweh's wholeness, of Yahweh's soundness, completeness, nothing missing and nothing broken. So when you say Shalom to someone, <clears throat> you are decreeing, you are declaring, you are prophesying, you are speaking that they would be whole, complete, that there would be nothing missing and nothing broken in their life. Hallelujah. That's Yah's plan for His people when we obey His laws and commandments. Now, a few weeks ago, we talked about Yahweh being the Creator. We talked about Yahweh being the Creator and we brought you many scriptures for you to consider that Yahweh and Yahweh alone is the Mighty One, the Most High. He is Elohim. He is the Father. He is the Most High. And there is no one else that is considered Elohim. Um, we can re remind ourselves of that <clears throat> as we just look in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6. <clears throat> Excuse me. 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6. It says, There is one Elohim, the Father, from whom are all things, and for whom we exist, and one Messiah, Yeshua, Hamashiach. So, there is only one Creator, and His name is is Yahweh. Now what we want to talk about today is that Yeshua is the Son of Man as well as the Son of Yahweh. We're going to combine two teachings into one so that we can move on to further things. So first off we found that Yahweh is the Creator. Yahweh is the Creator. We also talked about Yahshua being the son of David. He was born through the lineage of the son of David. And there, the scripture, we didn't go over all of them, but there was 20 references to Yahshua being the son of David. And so, for the first part of this, we're going to talk about Yahshua being the Son of Man, that Yeshua even referred to Himself 
as the Son of Man. He did not refer to himself as a deity. He did not refer to himself as a mighty one. He did not refer to himself as Yahweh. And the scripture doesn't, when they talk about the Son of Man, they call him the Son of Man. Also, they call him the Son of Yahweh. They never call him Yahweh. And so, these are all things for us to consider. I know, like many, <clears throat> I was under the belief that Yeshua was Yahweh manifested in the flesh. And that's just from the teachings that I received in a few scriptures I saw. It didn't come out and say that, but, you know, it's what we took from it. And so we need to look at what the scriptures actually say, not what we interpret, not what we think. So the first one, let's turn to Matthew chapter 9, verse 6. <clears throat> and it says that you may know that the Son of Man, this is Yahshua speaking, that the Son of Man, so he's referring to himself, has power on earth to forgive sins. So Yeshua right here, Yahweh's Son, calls himself the Son of Man. If you drop down to Matthew 12 and verse 8, it says, For the Son of Man is Master, and this is Yeshua speaking, For the Son of Man is Master, even of the Shabbat. So, Yeshua right here calls himself the Son of Man. Look in verse 40. It says, For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And they, the Pharisees asked for a sign. And he said the only sign that will be given, and that's when he, he quotes the book of Jonah, that as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so also shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights. So again, Yahshua, the Messiah, is referring to himself as the Son of Man, not as Yahweh, not as a deity. And so th these are all, I mean, we have to consider all these. Look at all these. Uh, chapter 13 of the book of Matthew, verse 37. It says, He that sows the good seed is the Son of Man. Again, Yeshua talking about the word of Yahweh. And he says, he that sows, basically, Yahweh's word is the Son of Man. Alright, look in verse 41. It says, the Son of Man shall send forth his angels. So this tells me here that Yahshua has a specific amount of angels assigned to him. That's an interesting teaching in itself. 
The Son of Man shall send forth His angels, and they shall gather out of His kingdom all things that offend and them that do iniquity or lawlessness. Again, Yeshua referring to Himself as the Son of Man, not of, as of Yahweh, not as a deity, but as the Son of Man. This is a real powerful one. Matthew 16 and verse 13. Yeshua said to his disciples, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So again, here, Yeshua is referring to himself as the Son of Man. He could have referred to himself as any, any other title or reference. But he referred to himself as the Son of Man. So that tells us. What does Son of Man mean? It means that He was born a, a human being. He is a human being. Remember Acts 10.38? How Yahweh anointed Yeshua of Nazareth, a human being, with His Spirit and with power. And He went about doing good, bringing healing to all that are oppressed of the devil. So we see here, that Yeshua is referring to himself as the Son of Man. Yahweh anointed him as a human being. Yahweh anointed him, the Son of Man, with his spirit and power. All right. So he asked the question, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Hallelujah for shade. I know the north is freezing. We're burning up down here. Okay, so he asked the question, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And in verse 27, they said, um, Actually, that's not the answer, but let me pull out um, that. Peter responded, Peter responded when Yeshua asked the question, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And verse 16, And Simon answered and said, Thou art the Messiah, the Son of the living Elohim. So Peter answered, and he didn't say, you are Yahweh manifested in the flesh, or you are Yahweh, or you are a deity, or you are a mighty one, or you are the Most High, or the Elohim. He said that thou art the Messiah, the Son, the Son of Elohim, the Son of Elohim. And then uh, we were going to read chapter 16, verse 27. It says, For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of His Father. 
So if he is Yahweh, why would he say that? He said, for the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father, not of himself, but of his speaking of someone else, speaking of, of another, not of himself. He said, for the Son of Man shall come in the glory of of his father with his angels. Now Yeshua used this title as the primary title when referring to himself. Now, as I said, I don't know if I said it, but there are 134 references to Yeshua being the Son of Man. So that should overwhelmingly convince us that he is the Son of Man, not Yahweh. Now, there's a, we said we were going to talk about Yeshua, the Son of Man, which we did. Now, let's go to Yeshua, the Son of Yahweh. Now, this there are 103 references to Yeshua, Yahshua, being the son of Yahweh, or the son of Elohim, or as Christianity would say it, the son of God. And we need to truly consider this. I'm presenting this to you especially if you don't already understand this, that you would consider this, that you would ponder this, that you would think about this, that you would look at all the scriptures. And I know there are, others, there are a few scriptures that make us think that he's Yahweh in the flesh, but obviously that's not what he's talking about. So we need to re-look at those verses and find out what is he meaning. All right. In Matthew 4, verse 3, Hasatan, the enemy, said to Yeshua, If you be the son of Yahweh. He didn't call him of anybody that would have known that Yeshua would be or would not be Yahweh or Yahweh manifested in the flesh, it would be Hasatan. But Hasatan said, if you be the son of Yahweh, trying to create doubt in Yeshua. So obviously, this is the first reference. Ver, uh, verse 6 of the same chapter, Hasatan says it again. If you be the son of Yahweh. Crazy bugs getting on you. Alright, so we see here that Hasatan understood and Hasatan knew that Yeshua was the son of Yahweh and not Yahweh. Let's look in Matthew 8 and verse 29. 
it, it says, What have we to do with you? And these are speaking of demons. What have we to do with you, Yahshua, son of Yahweh? So, obviously, the underworld knows that Yeshua is the son of Yahweh. And if the underworld knows that Yeshua is the son of Yahweh and not Yahweh, then we should know that Yeshua is the son of Yahweh. All right. Um, I'm just looking at my notes here. All right, let's turn. Let's turn to some familiar verses. In John 3.16, everybody knows this, that has any involvement in Christianity or in Torah observance. It says, And He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him. Now, I just want to focus in on the parts of these verses that talk about Yeshua being the Son of Yahweh. So it says here, He gave His only begotten Son. Alright? In 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 20. It says, We know that the Son of Yahweh has come. Didn't say Yahweh has come. It says the Son of Yahweh has come. All right? See, these are there's going to be so many scriptures for you to consider that you cannot come away from this teaching holding on to a belief that Yeshua is Yahweh manifested in the flesh. The only way you could come away with that teaching is if you refuse to accept all these verses. How many did we say that um, it said that Yeshua is the son of David was 20 times. Yeshua, the son of man, has references of 134 times. And Yeshua, the son of Yahweh, has references of 103 times. That's a whole lot of passages compared to just a handful that we have misinterpreted. Doesn't it come out and say Yeshua is the Father or is the Creator or is a deity? And if you look at all the times that Yeshua prayed to His Father, that's another individual He's praying. He's not praying to Himself. As a, a brother on Facebook said, Michael, he said, also consider it was the Father that resurrected Yeshua. He couldn't have resurrected Himself. That's, see, all those things, you know, when you add them all up, it makes the whole enchilada with red sauce. 
and guacamole on top. <clears throat> All right, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 35. And this is concerning when the angel is telling Miriam and Yosef what they are to name the son, their son, Yahweh's son. It says, the child to be born will be called the set-apart son of Yahweh. He will be called the set-apart son of Yahweh. He will not be called Yahweh. He will not be called a deity. He will not be called a God or a mighty one or the Most High. But what did he say? He'll be called the son of Yahweh. All right. Um, in Matthew 14 and verse 33. Now go ahead, and, and it's good to read all these verses in context. We are not going to go over the context right now because just for time's sake. But in Matthew 14, verse 33, it says, Those in the boat, this is when Yeshua walked on water, those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of Yahweh. Truly, you are the Son of Yahweh. The disciples, the apostles, declared, as they worshipped him as the Son of Yahweh, they didn't worship him as Yahweh, they worshipped him as the Son of Yahweh, and they said, Truly, you are the set-apart Son of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Here's another verse, John 20, verse 31. We talked about this when we talked about Yahweh being the Creator. It says, These are written so that you may believe that Yahshua is the Messiah. So all the scriptures, John saying the purpose, he wrote down the events of what he saw and experienced with the Messiah. They were written down so that we would believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. Not, not someone else, not JC, or not anybody else, but that Yeshua is the Messiah, the Son of Yahweh. Not Yahweh, not Yahweh manifested in the flesh, but the Son of Yahweh, that by believing you may have life in His name. So some people have asked, what's important, about, you know, just so I believe in the person? No, that's not enough. It says here that we... By believing, we may have life in His name. We need to know what His name is. The scripture also says, Those that call upon the name of Yahweh will be saved, delivered, healed, restored. So if you want to have anything to do with the Creator of the earth, you need to call upon His name. Now, granted, most of us did not know what his name was. We only knew him by a title, God. Some of us knew about the, using the word Father. But almost all of us thought it was J-E-S-U-S. But once we've been instructed, once we have learned about his name, 
It is a dishonor. And it is disrespectful. And it's lawless to call him by any other name. All right. So we see here that it says that the Apostle John, who walked with Yeshua, who was Yeshua's beloved, he probably was his best friend. It says that you may believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, the Son of Yahweh, that by believing you may have life in his name or in Yeshua's name. And since his Yeshua is his name, you can't have life in another name. Get it. Understand it. All right. Now we read this earlier. 1 Corinthians 8, 6. It says, There is one Elohim, the Father. See, the Apostle Paul had the understanding. Why? Because he knew Torah. And that he understood Torah. And Torah declares, There is only one Elohim, the Father. And then there is only one Messiah, Yeshua. We need to understand that. We need to grasp that. All right. Uh, here's another verse. Galatians 2.20. And these are just be a handful. And you can listen to this over and over again. Till faith comes that Yeshua is the Son of Yahweh. Galatians 2.20 says, I live by the faith of the Son of Yahweh. I live by the faith of the Son of Yahweh. Let's look in John chapter 5. And I'm sure that you may come up with many other verses, and there are many other verses that reveal that Yeshua is the Son of Yahweh the Son of Elohim, the Most High, the Creator. John 5.23, it says that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Now this is Yeshua speaking. Whoever does not honor the Son, respect the Son, do what the Son says, does not honor the Father, who sent him. And Yeshua said, He only does what he sees his Father do. And again, that's referring to a separate individual. Not an individual like a human being, but it's referring that Yeshua is not doing things on his own. And I believe it's the same chapter. It talks about that Yeshua said that I do not do things on my own. But He does things that is, He sees His Father do or that His Father has instructed Him. Two more, two more verses and we will close this down. Romans 1 and verse 4. And then John chapter 20, verse 17. Romans 1.4 says, He was declared to be the Son of Yahweh in power. 
doesn't say, Paul didn't say again, he's talking to Romans. He's talking to people that are bound up and just coming out of paganism, out of believing that there are many gods. Just like Christianity believes there's three gods. There's only one God. There's only one Yahweh. There's only one Elohim, one mighty one. And his name is Yahweh. And he has a son called Yeshua. And his spirit is not an, a, a person. It's Yahweh's spirit. Okay, it says, He was declared to be the son of Yahweh in power according to the spirit of holiness or according to the spirit of being set apart by his resurrection from the dead, Yahshua, Messiah. So again, Paul is teaching these former pagans that Yeshua is not another God, but that Yeshua is the son of Yahweh. See, they needed to be taught this because who knows what they believed or what they thought. Just like many that are in Christianity that have received some enlightenment of Torah in some way, shape, fashion, or form need to be taught certain things because we were taught many things inaccurately. Now, some things were accurate, but many things were not. And so we need to be retaught. All right, and this last one, John 20 and verse 17. Yeshua said to her, and, and this, is, this is the clinker. If this was the only verse about this subject, this would be sufficient. It says, Yeshua said to her, do not cling to me. Some versions I read this morning said, do not hug me. For I have not yet ascended to the Father. So, he is describing, he is revealing that he is at that moment separated from the Father physically. And it says, do not touch me yet, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go tell my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father. To my Elohim and your Elohim. So right here, Yeshua is telling us he's separated physically from his Father, from Yahweh. And if he was Yahweh manifested in the flesh, how could that be? Because that's not accurate. And so that also means that when he ascended, he ascended to his Father. And the book of Revelation says that he is seated at the right hand of his Father. Again, that describes to us, reveals to us, shows us 
that Yeshua is not Yahweh manifested in the flesh. He is not a Elohim. He is not God. He was elevated as a man, born of a virgin, that kept Yahweh's laws and commandments, that kept His Torah, and showed us the way to the Father, was keeping the Torah, was obeying the Torah to the best of our ability, was to live according to the Torah. And if we failed, He was going to be, and now is, the sacrificial lamb that Yahweh had sacrificed for our sin and our lawlessness and our transgressions and our iniquities and our sicknesses and our curses and our poverty and our diseases so that we could be forgiven and so that we could be healed. Yahweh... <coughs> elevated the Son of Man. And when you read Philippians 2, I, I know I, we, I said that was going to be the last two verses, but let's just look at Philippians 2. My wife says I shouldn't say that. I should just say I'm beginning to close. And when I eventually get there, then we get there. Praise Yahweh for the clouds. Oh, here, here comes the sun. It says, verse 5, Philippians 2, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Messiah Yahshua, who being in the form of, Yah, of Elohim, he didn't say he was Elohim, he said he was in the form or the image, thought it not robbery to be equal with Yahweh, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, see, not as a deity, not as a god, not as a mighty one, not as Elohim, not as Yahweh, but being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the stake. Wherefore, or because of this, Yahweh also highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Yeshua every knee should bow and there of things in heaven and things on earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yeshua, the Messiah, is master to the glory of Yahweh, the Father. So the Father elevated Master Yahshua, the Son of Man, the Son of David, the Son of Yahweh, to his right hand. He also elevated his name, Yahshua's name, that every being or thing upon the earth, below the earth, and upon the earth, 
must bow to his name. And that name is Yahshua. Now I know a lot of Christians have experienced miracles when they prayed in J.C.'s name. And Yahweh honored that because that's all they knew. But that doesn't confirm that that's okay to do it when his name never was and never will be J.C. Miriam did not call him by a name that did not exist until the 16th century. It was impossible. Just like, think about this, in Bible days, no one watched TV. Why? It wasn't invented yet. In Bible days, no one drove a car, took an airplane, rode a train. Why? They weren't invented yet. It was impossible for them to have done those things because the invent they weren't invented yet. Think of your cell phone or this tablet in which I'm speaking into that's going to take this message around the world. I couldn't have done this. The disciples couldn't have done this in their day. And I couldn't have done this if I lived in Bible days. Why? This technology wasn't invented yet. And because it wasn't invented, it was impossible to use it. In the same way, the letter J wasn't invented yet. The name even Isis wasn't invented yet. Those are pagan, Roman, Greek names that didn't come about to many hundreds of years later. And so, if they didn't exist, then there is no way that you and I should be calling the Savior, the Master, the One who is the Son of Yahweh, who was tortured and was sacrificed on the stake for your salvation, we should not be calling Him by a name that did not exist at that time. We should be calling Him by the name that is a Hebrew name. Now, I understand and I don't want to get into arguments of is it Yahshua, Yeshua, Yahushua, so on and so forth. There are different pronunciations, but the Hebrew letters are all the same of his name. Same way with the Tetragrammaton, Yahweh. I pronounce it Yahweh. I believe it's Yahweh. But some people call it Jehovah. I don't agree with it, but, you know, if that's their conviction, until Yahweh changes their mind, so be it. Or some people would say um, other ways to, to say Yahweh. Uh, I, I'm just spacing out some of the other uh, pronunciations of that name. But nonetheless...
when you read the Hebrew, and I was researching a, a Bible last night, and they write the Tetragrammaton in there for Yahweh's name, in the Hebrew letters for Yeshua's name, and they said the reason they do that is so that the different pronunciations that people believe are accurate, that they will not feel slighted or offended. And that's a good idea, and that's what I'm trying to communicate. That if you consider and think and believe that you pronounce his name different than Yahweh or Yeshua, that's okay. Because when you go to the original Hebrew, that's actually what matters. But we know for sure that it wasn't JC. We know for sure that it wasn't a pag uh, Roman, pagan Roman Greek name. So I pray that this has helped you. I pray that you will consider all these scriptures. You will think about them. You will do your diligent research. Remember in, I believe it's either 1st or 2nd Timothy, chapter 3, verse 16, it says, study the Torah. Study the Torah and rightly divide the word of truth. See, we need to study the Torah, not study Christianity, not study paganism, not study what anybody else says about, but study what the scriptures say. And I believe when you study it and you're open that you will see that Yeshua is the son of David. He is referred to as the son of David, as the son of man, and as the son of Yahweh. Father, we just worship you and praise you for this day. We bless you. We honor you. We delight in you. We give you praise, Father. We thank you, Father for teaching us. We thank you, Father, for forgiving us. We thank you, Father, for Yahshua, the sacrificial Passover lamb, which is coming up in a few weeks. Father, we just honor you. Father, we bless you. Father, we thank you for our health. We thank you for our wholeness. We thank you for your joy is our strength. Father, we just bless you. We worship you. And I pray, Father, that you would bring all of us greater enlightenment, greater revelation concerning Yeshua, the Son of David, the Son of Man, and the Son of Elohim, Yahweh, your Son, Father. And Father, we bless you. We speak life. We pray over each other. We speak life into each other. And we thank you, Father, that we are all living and not perishing. And declaring the works of Yahweh. Until next time, Yahweh bless you, Yahweh make his face shine upon you, and Yahweh be gracious to you, Yahweh heal you, Yahweh prosper you, Yahweh bless you in the way that you need the greatest, in the authority and power of his name. If you want to connect with us, YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com is our website. Or you can connect with us on Facebook, Mark Pulley. Or we have a Facebook page and group, uh, Yahweh Yahshua Assembly. 
Shalom, shalom.